0: Hello and welcome to another edition of the PHNX Dbacks podcast, right here on PHNX. My name is Derek Montia. Of course, I am your mayor, of PHNX. This guy is sipping Lacroix next to me I am. is the person you lodge all of your complaints with. It's the vice mayor, the one and only Thunderstick Jesse Friedman. Ryan Nelson, Derek. That was that was
1: something pretty good. Steve bullpen. That was also something. I hate you so much. (laughs)
0: Uh, This show is brought to you by the fine folks at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use our code of PHNX and get yourself all sorts of goodies. Of course, it is America's top-rated sportsbook app. As Jesse brought up, of course, uh, we are all Ryan Nelson fans today after he made his second career start in the big leagues, and we did not see any regression from him at all. Six scoreless innings. He sets a Diamondbacks franchise record. Now with 13 consecutive scoreless innings to start his career and counting because that's still uh, not over. And it's just been an extremely impressive, just not only debut, but again, following up, pitching that way against the Padres, against the Los Angeles Dodgers, like he did last night. Yeah, The names that he has overpowered, the names that he left 0-4 in the lineup, uh, there's a lot of... Big big names in there. So yeah, there's no fear in Ryan Nelson's game. And I think that's probably the one thing right now that's setting him apart. His ability to attack the strike zone fearlessly. It's almost like he has no concept of how good these guys he's no. batting against are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you might you might want to be a little more careful with some of them, honestly, <laughs> if
1: anything. Uh but yeah, you you just love to see young guys come up and just attack the strike zone, you know, show fearlessness um you know his his major league debut he's facing manny machado and juan soto right like right off the bat and then um in this start you know the first inning it's it's freddie freeman and mookie betts and trey (laughs) turner he had to face all three of those guys in the first inning he just comes right after him i think it was a 10 pitch one two three first inning and he just sort of continued from there The stuff remained really good it was around 95 miles an hour Um, for his four-seam fastball throughout the game. Dipped a little bit at the end of the game. It seemed like his his stuff did drop off a little bit in the sixth inning, but he was still able to finish a a scoreless outing. And against a team like the Dodgers, that is very, very impressive.
0: More importantly, he was still way more effective than the bullpen once they came in after he left the game, because holy shit, they couldn't (laughs) seem to get anyone out after that point. It was Frustrating to watch, especially considering that Ryan Nelson was only at, I believe, 80, 81 pitches, something like that, when they pulled him from the game. I know what Jesse's saying, and I think the idea there is the opposite of what we've seen Tori Lovello do at times this season. I think when you are doing so well against a team like the Dodgers, the last thing you want is your confidence to be shook by going out there for a seventh inning that might involve you getting rocked. By this team that now is familiar with you. They've seen you a couple times through the lineup, and now they might be ready to kind of match up between, like you said, his velocity dipping, yeah, and, and them kind of getting to know him a little bit better. But I still feel like I mean, you 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 couldn't have a more encouraging out outing. We talked about no. Zach Gallen and how impressive what he did for those six outings really was. Let's just take a moment to truly appreciate how impressive Ryan Nelson has been. I don't think anybody could have expected him to be this good, this fast. And to be honest, it it already feels like like there's there's this settling down about what the Diamondbacks are going to do about their starting rotation. Because if Ryan Nelson can continue yeah. to be this good or even close to this good, he is easily a number three starter in their rotation. And I say that because now Madison Bumgarner would need to be moved down to fourth or fifth in the rotation. Sure, the sure. Yeah, I mean, he's more than
1: a quarter of the way through to Zach Allen's uh... – Zach That's right. So right. He's That's coming. Right. He's coming for you, Zach. He's coming for you. He's got 13 scoreless innings. <laughs> well on, well on his way to 44 and a third already. Um, no, I, I actually agreed with the decision that Torrey made to, to take him out after six innings. Uh, Although Torrey said after the game that he probably had about 10 or 12 more pitches that, that he could have thrown. Um, but he just didn't want to get Ryan into a situation where, um, he started an inning that he, that he couldn't finish. Sure. Um, the Diamondbacks bullpen obviously is has not not been reliable to say the least as of late. And unfortunately that that did show itself in this game. Um, but it seemed like in the sixth inning, Ryan Nelson's stuff was just uh not not as sharp as we saw earlier in the game. There were some 92 mile an hour fastballs. It seemed like there was a decent drop-off there. It seemed like the Dodgers were just uh getting better reads on on some of his pitches. So I didn't mind the the move at at the end of the day, but um But it's on some level, Derek, I mean, you feel like you'd rather just stick with your starting pitcher for nine innings, um, given the state of the Diamondbacks bullpen right now. And I don't know. I mean, Kyle Nelson comes in and he allows three runs and he didn't get an out. It was
0: a brilliant move, though. Right. They tried to fucking like slide a hand us and put a Nelson in for a Nelson. Yeah, like thinking the Dodgers yeah. weren't going to notice. Right, right. Yeah, right. yeah like
1: unfortunately I mean. the, the Dodgers did, they did appear they totally to notice. notice. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, and yeah, I mean, obviously the criticism is because then the team went on to do what it did. I know Tory gets a lot of the criticism for that. And honestly, it doesn't seem like he can do the right move no matter what at times. And I don't know if that's his fault, right? Like yeah. he's putting the trust in arms in their bullpen. Big league Pitchers who have been doing this for years to come in and be able to hold a game scoreless for one inning, half an inning, whatever they can do. And unfortunately, it do, it seems like nobody can really be counted on out of the bullpen. And I, I, I don't know. Yeah, like uh, it, it's it just seems like no matter the decision he goes with is bad. And uh, <laughs> I'm not going to acknowledge that comment, but I'll say this: <laughs> the bullpen does give up six runs in two and two thirds uh, after Nelson went six scoreless, right? And I think that's the big thing: is it's just yeah. hard to watch your rookie pitcher, who is inexperienced, who was giving up runs all the time in Reno, come up and be this effective, and have your entire bullpen shit the bed like that yet again. I mean, how many losses this season has the bullpen? Thirty-five. chopped up, Jesse. Thirty-five, 35 losses and oh, they've that's... lost
1: 74 games. Right, and again so... it's like
0: it's not that like some losses are going to go on every bullpen. That's the way it works. But I'm just saying that it's uh it's the most in baseball and it yeah. continues to be uh, a terrible sore point for the Diamondbacks. What another terrible sore point is besides that is Jordan Luplo. And we know what Jordan <laughs> Luplo was doing in the minor leagues and we understand uh why they uh they called him back up, but Jordan Luplo immediately gets Uh, put into the lineup a lot of people don't like that because obviously we already have a crowded outfield and that question seems to come up considering that he's slashing 187 272 473 against lefties well that Uh, probably went down after it did and and he uh Get, had two inning inning-ending double plays. You mean
1: like, you mean the guy who's hitting one sixty on the season doesn't deserve a spot is, in an already completely an utterly crowded outfield? Is that what you're saying?
0: Against lefties, he's supposed to hit against lefties.
1: I know, That's what I know. Yeah, and like against lefties. I sort of get it. I mean, like that slash line against lefties isn't good, but it's still it's still like okay, I guess. Um, and so I can see where the Diamondbacks are coming from in that they're trying to they're trying to figure out, frankly, they're trying to figure out, Derek, if Jordan Luplo is worth bringing back for next year. That's what the Diamondbacks are trying to figure True. out right now. And, it, and maybe they've already decided <laughs> and that he's and not. The answer is no. The, the, the answer, answer may the answer well be no. no. Um, but if they don't want to bring him back, what they could be trying to do is, is maybe setting up a trade, trying to showcase him for, for other teams, which I know it seems weird to Good showcase work. a guy Good who's, who's keep struggling. Him in Reno. That's
0: how you showcase him. Keep him in Reno. I mean, he raked three. in Reno I know. Like, for the record. He did home runs a game.
1: Yeah, he did. He did. Well, not, not every game. Every <laughs> every yeah. Game. <laughs> he averaged three <laughs> Hand- home runs per game. game. No, yeah. that did not happen. But, um, but Jordan Luplo is the kind of guy that, um, that, that, theoretically should have some value to a major league team at, at some point here. And I know it's been a down year for him, but uh, I think the D-backs still have some belief that that he can be the guy that they acquired, that he can be someone who can do some damage against lefties, which is something they sorely need. I understand the criticism, and frankly, this isn't the move that I would have made for whatever that's worth, but that's where the D-backs are coming from. They're trying to figure out, like, is Jordan Luplo part of the future here? Is he someone that they're going to non-tender in a few months and just decide to move on from, or is he someone um, that they want to bring back next year if he's able to show some some good
0: things down the stretch? And keep in mind, Tori has nothing to do with them calling him up. He does have to do plenty with him being in the lineup yesterday. However, though, yeah,
1: and he said, Tori said yesterday, and this shocked me. He said that Jordan Luplo will get every lefty. That's what he told. That's what he told Jordan Luplo. He told us that that's what he told to Jordan Luplo. What before um, or after the game? Uh, before before the game oh, okay. before the game that might have changed. Maybe after the yeah, game. I maybe. Know, I mean, I it was just, just changed, o- it changed it after the game. It was an 0 for three, but um, <laughs> but yeah, it sounds with like.
0: Two Double plays that ended the game, Jesse, that they had guys on base. They had such little offense last night. I mean, three guys had a hit each, and then Cattell Marte was the only saving grace offensively last night. Cattell Marte looked good. Is he back? Uh, Is he back? Uh, Is he back? I wouldn't go that far. Two for three with a double and a walk. He looked good last night. So it's something to build on. Let's just say that. Something to build on. Uh, Definitely. If we want to keep being sad, the Dodgers become the first team in Major League Baseball to clinch a playoff spot. Uh, No dip in the pool this time, though, because apparently there was a confusion as if they had clinched the day before or clinched yesterday or (laughs) when they clinched. They have already clinched a playoff spot, but they could clinch
1: a they could clinch the NL West title today. That's what could still happen.
0: So that's gross. Yeah. Don't, don't jump in our pool again.
1: This is why we're bringing Derek. We're going to force Derek out to the ballpark tonight, and Derek yeah. is going to play guardian of the I'm swimming pool. Stand, He's going I'm to I'm make I'm... sure that the Dodgers Look, players do not jump thing. in the
0: swimming pool. The, la- the, the last time they did that, I was also there, and uh, I could have stopped them. and I Yeah, didn't. yeah, where were you? Um that's a good question. I was busy getting champagne out of my eyes after Adrian Gonzalez sprayed me in the face with a bottle of champagne. Did, so you, go, way, did you go Did you in the Dodgers locker room? Of course after I went in the happened? Dodgers locker room. No, oh, I went in with Pedro Gomez, who actually gave me some sage advice. Pedro Gomez walked into the clubhouse. He proceeded to turn immediately and go to the farthest corner away from the scrum. And I asked him, are uh. you not coming to the party? And he goes, no. <laughs> He's like, and if, you, if I was you, I wouldn't either. And I just went right in there. And let me tell you, Champagne stings, folks. Uh, champagne is one they of the worst They didn't give you a pair of things. goggles or anything? No. To try to no, when I know. came back, I think uh, the fall, not two years later, I came back and I did bring goggles when the Diamondbacks celebrated the uh, <laughs> when they got that wild card spot. So that was, I learned. See, shame on me. Uh, you know, Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. But there of course, know. the best way to get fooled is with our friends at OG's Gummies because they'll enjoy <laughs> being fooled. You'll enjoy it and you'll embrace it. And of course, they have a variety of Doses, strains, and flavors, but most importantly, it's the flavors. They're all about flavoring life. Uh, They have wonderful, delicious edibles that, of course, are the best-selling edibles in the state of Arizona. So make sure to try them out. They have a variety of doses for you, whether you're a beginner or you're an OG veteran like myself. Make sure to check out uh, all that they have to offer. And also, we are giving away some stuff over at GoPHNX.com. If you haven't signed up already, make sure to sign up for our Flavoring Life sweepstakes with our friends from OG's Gummies. You can win yourself three bags of orange, uh, excuse me, three bags of gummies, including my favorite orange creamsicle as well as an OG's hat, uh, a PHNX membership and a PHNX shirt of your cho- choosing from the PHNX locker. Uh, so make sure to sign up for that at gophnx.com and if you can't, make sure to stop by and find OGs near you. Uh, you can look on their website at og'sbrands.com or on Instagram at ogsbrands. that's OG Easy brands to find them. and of course must be 21 years or older to enjoy. Uh, and also, that's not the only giveaway that we have. We are going to be out with our friends from the Phoenix Cardinals. Uh, Phoenix Cardinals. I said Phoenix wow. Cardinals. Uh, uh, Four Peaks <laughs> is what I was going to say. And I was going to say for the Arizona Cardinals. There was a lot of stuff going on in my brain all there at once. But uh, this Saturday, the 18th, we're going to be out for Arizona Cardinals versus the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, I hope things go a little bit better this time than they went last time. But of course, you can join us out at the 8th Street Pub, uh, Four, Four Peaks all their wonderful beer, all their wonderful chicken tenders are available to you. Enjoy drink specials, Cardinals ticket giveaways, and a 220-inch screen experience. Uh, Click the link below in our description. Must be 21 years or older to enjoy and enjoy responsibly. And, of course, you get a free beer with that $5 ticket. Uh, If you can't join us down at the Four Peaks Pub, make sure to uh, grab some Four Peaks at your local grocery store and enjoy that while watching the Cardinals, hopefully kick some butt against the Raiders. I say hopefully now because I've lost all confidence. Uh this was this weekend was filled with L's for me from Friday uh to Sunday to Monday. I lost against fucking Totri in fantasy that's, football that's, by, half point, by, by half a point. By half a
1: point Of all the people to of lose Of all the people yeah, to lose my to, goodness. Jesus Christ. I mean uh, I so I could respect if you lost to you know Saul. Or yeah, right. Leah no, I could too. Or, right, you know, maybe Sean. Somebody of substance. Yeah, right. somebody uh, of substance. A decent right. human being. Maybe. Yeah. Tree?
0: But... <laughs> oh man. Uh, we, yeah, love yeah. You, toe
1: tree. We, we love we you, Tootree. We we get we give Totri so yeah. much shade he's on this my, show.
0: He's in my phone as fucking toe Tree. That's how he is with a little poop emoji. But anyway, uh, <laughs> more importantly, more more important awards than just me winning my fantasy football games. We have the NL Cy Young Award race heating up, and of course. Our baby boy, Zach Gallon, the milkman, is part of this race. Let's take a look at some of the other contenders that Jesse has named, not only here but in his article that you can read over at gophnx.com. But, uh, Jesse, what are your thoughts on Zach Gallon's actual chances here at winning this award? Uh,
1: they're not great. Uh, to be honest, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll start there. Um, I also have to acknowledge that uh, Julio Urias had a, a very nice start over the weekend for the Dodgers. No, and don't. arguably should also be on this no, list. Don't. But he plays for the Dodgers. So we, just, we well. just throw his name off the list. Um, yeah, Sandy Alcantara, the, the name at the top of the list here. And these are in order of wins above replacement. I took uh, baseball reference war and fangraphs war and averaged the two. So that's where the, the war column comes from. Um, Sandy Alcantara, as you can see, is... Is um, has a pretty a pretty healthy lead here, and his biggest advantage is the fact that he's thrown 196 and two thirds innings. Um, he's probably going to throw like 220 225 innings by the by the end of the season, which is very impressive. Not something you really see that often in in baseball these days. Um, and you can see Zach Gallon's thrown 158.2. So there's about a 40 innings gap here between where Alcantara is at and where Zach Gallon is. So his hope is that. He's just gotta like, he just like gotta not allow a run for the rest of the year or like allow maybe one or two. I mean, that's sort of what it would take at this point for Zach Gowan to be able to overtake Alcantara. Right. The other thing is Alcantara hasn't pitched very well lately. Um, he has an ERA over four. Um, in his last like four or five starts, something like that. So, so that ERA if, is
0: kind of ballooned up technically. Because it has. Of his last it has. Yeah.
1: Alcantara's ERA was 1.88 or something like that sure. about a month ago. And now it's 2.43. So if his ERA goes up enough um, so that there's like a decent gap between Gallon's ERA and Alcantara's ERA, mm-hmm. um, you could see that maybe making up for the innings disparity between the two guys. But Unfortunately, that innings disparity is huge, and it's not just sure. Zach Gallen. Like Max Freed is still, you know, about thirty innings
0: away there. That's Carlos Sardon. It's a huge gap. It's kind of like Michael McDermit yeah. said. Then a the big gap to Freed, but and it's also the same thing with you know the performances. To be honest, I mean Alcantara has been far, far and away. The best pitcher in the National League this year. But yeah. like you said, he came back down to earth here over the last four or five starts. And yeah, he
1: was running away with it like as of a month or two ago. Sure. It was like, oh, my gosh, like Sandy Alcantara is is way ahead in the Cy Young race. But now
0: the the gap is narrowed, but he's still definitely the favorite for sure. So if we're being hopeful, what we do have to say there is that, you know, Alcantara could Completely, you know, kind of fizzle out here at the end. And yeah. maybe there's a chance that Gallant catches up to him. Gallon still has the best whip in the league. And he has been on fire as of late. Like you yeah. said, that last start really didn't help his
1: overall numbers. No. I mean, it at course field, like six innings, three runs, 11 strikeouts. Yeah, I mean it's hard to be, like, too mad at that. Yeah, right. But, but uh, it's still not perfect. Yeah. It's still not lowering his, his, his ERA. His ERA, like, as strange as it is, and as someone who who is, you know has sort of bought into this analytics movement uh, i know that shocks everyone for for me to you, say that i like baseball what? stats um, this
0: guy? <laughs> i know shocking that's fucking crazy
1: yeah it, i know um but era is still is still king at the end of the day if you look over like the last five years or so of cy young winners the player who led the league in era wins the award i think is won of the award about 70 yeah. percent of the time yeah. over the last five years so um, Julio Urias actually has the best ERA in the National League right now. Um, his innings total is even lower than Gallon's, so I feel like the disparity there is just so big that it, it would be pretty hard for him to overtake a guy like Alcantara. But as far as Gallon goes, he needs to pitch extremely well the rest of the way, and he needs Alcantara to kind of continue to slip. And you know, maybe if his ERA gets closer to three by the end of the season and, and Gallon's is more of like a low two, um, you could see how there might be an argument there.
0: Yeah, I would say the other thing about it is war is a bullshit stat because if you can go to two major websites and they have different wars and you have to like average them. out, Well, they're just they're just calculating them differently. They're just two different. It's a stupid stat. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say if you can calculate it multiple ways and come up to different answers, then that's a bullshit stat. That's all (laughs) I'm saying. <laughs> I i'm calling you out Steadcast too because i don't believe in everything you do
1: all right well um, i'm gonna uh, to okay if you're gonna say that then i have to nerd out and explain the difference between oh the two God. all right nobody, so here nobody we go wants that, oh no everyone wants that okay. i can just tell in the chat everyone <laughs> wants it so so the difference is that fangraphs <laughs> Derek's falling asleep next to me you as, as, as i speak <laughs> So Fangraphs War is based on FIP. So it's not based on your actual ERA or the number of runs you've actually given up. It's... Oh my God. <laughs> more important than I thought it? Yeah, yeah, no, no. It's uh, And then Baseball Reference War is based on the number of runs that you actually give up. So that's the difference between the two. So um, I prefer Fangraphs War personally because FIP tends to be more... Uh, have more predictive value in my mind. Like I think it's a better... Um, it obviously doesn't measure how many runs you actually gave up. But I think it's a better measure of like how well the pitcher actually performed. Um, whereas baseball reference war is just sort of like, here's what happened. Um, so it, there's kind of there's definitely room for debate in, in terms of which one you would you would pick. But I just averaged them together because I didn't want to have to pick between the two.
0: So I'm, I'm done. Okay. Yeah, I'm done. So just, my God. <laughs> <sighs> my question was going to be simple. Do we even want Zach gallon to win the Cy Young Award? Because isn't I mean, this going to yes. further complicate the Arizona <laughs> Diamondbacks trying to excite uh, him and keep him here long term? Yeah, trying to keep him here. Um, I mean, doesn't that just make it? that Like, every award, everything, every time he sets himself apart as being like this like, elite pitcher, I feel like sure. it's just distancing the ability for the Diamondbacks to keep him here for a considerable amount of time. You know? Yeah,
1: also, do you notice how many people in the chat said that they want it when we were talking yeah. about my my explanation of the difference? See, the people, I the see, people understand me. I see there. three
0: people, Jesse. I see three human beings. <laughs> there's just as many in this. Nobody, room nobody commented it. and there's said just
1: they just didn't want it. All right. That's all. That's all I'm all saying. Right. All right. Um, but no, it's a it's a fair point. Um, Scott Boris is Zach Gallon's agent, and you can you can bet, you, you can take it to the bank that if Zach Gallon wins a Cy Young award, that's gonna be a pretty big factor in in contract negotiations yeah. moving forward. So I already think it's it's gonna be pretty tough to, to get Zach Gallon to stick really around is. here. It's gonna take a big investment. I mean, it's not impossible. It's just gonna take a really substantial investment at this point. Um and
0: be willing to spend the money on the guy that's special, right? I mean, yeah. we've seen Zach Gallon be special ever since we traded for him. Right. It was one of the few trades that the minute that we were done, even though the Diamondbacks gave up one of their biggest prospects, one of their biggest names, they still found themselves saying, hey, I think we might have won this one. Right. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean,
1: Jazz Chisholm, for those who are still, you know, keeping score between Chisholm and Zach Galen trying to figure out who who won the trade. Yes, I'm sure everyone (laughs) will forever. Uh, But Chisholm is not going to play through the end of the season. Uh, He's he's been out with injury for a couple of months now. But he was very good earlier in the yeah. season. I mean, he was an all-star he for a reason. Um, He's a,
0: just an exciting player. You know what I mean? He's he like, is. He's a there's, flashy, there's, like, yeah. There's He's, something about him that, like, even his numbers aren't going to be as good as people think of him being, I think. Times, sure. Right? Uh, but speaking of awards, speaking of Zach Gallen, maybe winning that Cy Young Award, Rawlings has introduced a new Golden Glove Award for Special Utility, uh, which is it's called actually, the Dalton Bar Show Award. It's the Dalton Bar Show Award. Bar Show Award. We've, yeah. we've agreed on that. It's the Dalton Bar Show Award. <laughs> it's— uh, Introducing a new Rawlings, uh, Rawlings Gold Glove award that recognized players with superior defensive ability to play multiple positions, according to Mike Thompson, the chief marketing officer for Rawlings. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Dalton Varshow, congratulations on winning the National <laughs> League uh, Special Utility Golden Glove. We're
1: just, we're just going to give it we're to him right to
0: you. now. <laughs> uh, Sean DePaz, by the way, had the best idea I think I've ever heard when it came to the Silver Slugger Award and the Gold Glove. And that is that when a player wins those, they should be allowed to use a gold glove or a silver bat the following season. Are they made of like actual gold and silver? Or like- Fuck yes, yes <laughs> they are. Now that you say okay. that, that's absolutely what they are. Glove is dipped in gold, you're gonna have to figure that out some way, I don't know. No, I just you're not gonna win two of them in a row. Because oh it's gonna be God. it's gonna be really <laughs> hard to field the next year with that glove. Every but. time <laughs> you win one, we dip it again in gold. That's the <laughs> way it works. It gets heavier every season. It's right? gonna look awesome. though. Yeah.
1: You can yeah. Brett Johnson
0: in the comments says no, it's the all the tools award, and yes, mm. that's uh, officially what we will be calling. There that, you go. there that you gold glove go. award. I like that. Uh, make sure by the way, Jesse's article. You can get more on uh, Zach Gallon. Maybe not. Maybe winning the Cy Young award over at gophnx.com. If you haven't signed up already, make sure to get yourself a membership You can get an annual membership and you will get yourself a free t-shirt from thephnxlocker.com or a month to month membership and you'll get your first month for just 50 cents. Regardless of your membership status, you will get access to our members only discord members only uh, discounts over at thephnxlocker.com. And, and you know, we might do stuff like invite you to our brand new studio and hang out with us here, which is something that we absolutely got to do with some of our members on Friday when we had our open house, our, Our opening day and uh, it's been a blast. We've been really excited to be able to share this with you guys. If you haven't had a chance, check out the PHNX Sports YouTube uh, or no, Instagram uh, Reels. You can get a little tour of our office if you haven't had a chance to see it. Uh, And of course, we want to thank our friends at More Furniture for hooking us up. Uh, This office has uh, been a project of sponsors and a lot of people coming together to help us make this our new home. And we can't thank them enough because these people, these companies, they've been so incredibly generous and we've had a chance to try out a lot of me and Jesse were just complaining that these chairs aren't for more furniture and we're mad about it. And we want yeah. some more furniture chairs in here <laughs> we want because all the more furniture stuff is so comfortable. We're spoiled now. Uh, so we want to thank them and make sure to check out morefurniture.com if you haven't had a chance to do so. If you're looking for some furniture, uh, maybe redo your office, get some nice leather recliners in there in time for football season. Uh, also, if you're here watching the PHNX YouTube channel, make sure to subscribe, uh, sign up for notifications. That way you don't miss whenever we go live. And leave us a little thumbs up uh, because Jesse loves the thumbs up. That's his favorite part about doing yeah. the show. Yeah, it's
1: how I, I mean, without the thumbs up on our videos, it's I would how, be.
0: It's how he validates That's, that's where my
1: self-esteem yeah, comes from. Sure. So help me out here, yeah. people,
0: please. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but a, a lot of self-esteem, a lot of uh, in abundance right now, I think, in the minor league system for the Arizona Diamondbacks. If I was part of the front office, I would be uh, over the moon with how things are going when it comes to, Ryan Nelson, uh, Alec Thomas, Corbin Carroll, all of these guys, Stone Garrett, all of these guys in the season they're having coming up from the minor leagues, kind of having this, you know, kind of this aura about them and like talking about them in a very mythological way, but then having them come up and, and contribute <laughs> on this team in such <laughs> a mythological a way. way. Yeah, it's like Corbin Carroll was <laughs> like a Pegasus or something <laughs> it seemed like for a while there. Right? Uh, but now what we're seeing is the next development, the next guys that we're excited about and Uh, We have the Minor League Pitcher and Player of the Month, and of course, uh, starting off things with our Minor League, I don't know, we've got the player or the pitcher? What do we got first? Let's go Pitcher of the Month. Uh, It's our guy Brandon Fott, of course, because he has just been incredible. This month, uh, last month, I should say, in August, uh, 3-0 record, 2.03 ERA. This is for the Reno Aces. So yeah, keep Pacific that in Coastly, mind. Yeah. Look at that 0.81 whip. Look at that 2.03 ERA. And that 151 opponent batting average. Like this is These are insane numbers for uh, a, a part of the country that we know. It's kind of like Colorado, like what we talked about, Zach Gallon. Yeah, you just know it's bad. runs are going to be given up, and you know if you could keep it minimal that it's a good thing. Well, those numbers right there – would suggest that Brandon Fott's been pretty damn good. Uh,
1: not 32K in three games. No. That would be that would be wild. <laughs> but he has three wins. He has to, three wins, <laughs> but I, I want to say he made five starts in in the month altogether. Um I have to I have to check to make sure. But um, but yeah, he was outstanding. He was just outstanding in, in the month of August. Um it seems like Brandon Fott is his stock just continues to rise, really. I yeah. mean I think people are still a little bit afraid to be bullish on a guy who was literally a Division two relief pitcher about four years ago. Yeah. And he wasn't even that good of a relief pitcher. When he pitched for Bellarmine um, in college, he actually wasn't that effective his first couple years there. So um, it's just remarkable what Brandon Fott has been able to turn into in such a short amount of time. And he's the best. He's the best pitching prospect that Diamondbacks have. I know uh, a lot of people say Blake Walston has a higher ceiling, which I which I agree that 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 could be a possibility. Um, But Brandon fought has a higher floor. I mean, at this point, when you're putting up numbers like that in Reno, you feel pretty darn good that if you're doing that in Reno, you can come up to the big league level and at least be, you know, a solid mid rotation starter type. And I think he has potential for more. I mean, these numbers are not normal. Like. Guys don't put up these kind of numbers in Reno very often. It it is really extraordinary what he's done since being called up there. Um and the sky's the limit. The sky is really the limit as far as how good Brandon Fock could be.
0: He's had so many ups and downs in his career. Like when yeah. you look at his path, when his career path, his numbers from 2018 to now, they're all over the place, right? And I I think Are you looking at his Bellerman? Oh, numbers? his Bellerman numbers are quite all over the place yeah. too. Yeah. Like yeah. I mean, we're talking about in 2018, he had a 6.67 ERA to 2020, where he had a 1.38 ERA. Uh, now, right now, with the and winner,
1: that was like a shortened, like a that shortened was season. that sure, was sure. he made like a couple of starts. There wasn't there wasn't even much to that season. Right,
0: it was uh, five game starts in that season for the 1.38 ERA. Um, well, s- seven games total for the year that he had a 6.67. So both are still pretty small sample sizes, right? Yeah, I think uh, what we've seen now though is a guy like Ryan Nelson kind of give us a different uh, expectation, right? Like yeah. sometimes when we see these numbers in the minor leagues, I, I, don't, I don't know how much stock to put in them until they come up and could and be at a major league level. <laughs> Tommy Henry had the best numbers of any minor league pitcher we had there for a while, and then he came up, and after a couple of starts, things started to fall apart a bit for him. But right. Ryan Nelson is – hitting velocity that we didn't even see him hit as a minor leaguer, right? And we suggested in the first game that it just might be to adrenaline and other factors, being excited that you're here at the big leagues, maybe trying a little harder, digging that little bit deeper to get that extra mile per hour or two. But – People don't normally do that. Like people don't normally no. reach back and be like, "Oh, I'm going to hit 97 now," even though I've been hitting 95 consistently. In the he minor did leagues. hit 97 in the minors, right. but no, it no. wasn't with the consistency that yeah, we've right. that we've seen. It's, so it's far. just like yeah. the 98 was like a, he's touched it, right? So it's still yeah. not saying like he's pitching 98. But the fact is is that what we're seeing now is him be able to have a higher velocity in major leagues, which yeah. is great and needed. Uh, but again it it does question it does make you question whether that's still just a limited time frame for him to be able to do that and if he'll come back down sure. to earth after a couple of starts. I mean, my my thought, Derek, is if, if
1: Ryan Nelson had a 5.43 ERA in Reno and hasn't given up a run yet in the big leagues, Oh, that means- then then what is Brandon Fought going to do? Um, he's like- going to
0: DH and he's going to hit more home runs and ah. he's going to score more runs and he gives up. Doesn't there matter. we go. Right? There we go. Yeah. Does that make like his negative. ERA. Is that how that works? If you don't give up a run, but then you get multiple runs batted in yourself. Mm. You have, have to good. ask.
1: You have to ask. Yeah, we're-
0: see what he has to say. Yeah, just- I'm sure he has some experience. Oh, <laughs> you let me down, by the way, yesterday. Shohei, don't even talk to me. With your one base. I needed you to have two bases, of course. <laughs> uh, that's me on the Underdog Fantasy app. So that's a whole other thing. Uh, Jesse, though, we also have our minor league player of the month, which is our friend Leandro Sedeno, uh, hitting the cover off the ball, right? Absolutely doing some big things uh, for the Sod Poodles. And uh, honestly, just continuing this conga line that we've talked about of Diamondbacks prospects that are ready to come up and ready to. Do big things in the major leagues
1: what what word did you just use conga line i have no idea what that means you don't even know what a conga Jessie. line is jesse no i'm no, oh my God. no, I, have no idea.
0: I don't know why I, I don't know
1: why i say these why things on the show because it instantly the moment i start a statement with so i don't know blank i'm basically just time. asking for it and this is the reaction oh. but go ahead tell me what is it uh, it's
0: it's a it's a dance
1: formation where
0: people will get in a line and they dance oh
1: uh. God yeah, I don't I don't, like I, I, don't know, I don't. I don't like line dancing. I don't even it. know how to
0: explain it because there's no. I've never had to explain anything <laughs> like this before. Anytime I say conga line, people know what I mean. Jesus Christ!
1: So it's like a it's like a line dance like uh, formation no, it's not thing. Line dance.
0: no, you get in line <laughs> and you move around the floor. You kind of like go like, around the dance floor, maybe around the room. It's yeah. done at like weddings and parties. Oh, and things like
1: that. oh, okay. Yeah, no, I know. I know what you mean. I just didn't know what it was called. I just I didn't know what I didn't know what it was. I'm going to leave. leave. There's some serious emotion going on. <laughs>
0: look, at, look at it. They're look doing this it! Shit. <laughs> See, this is a conga line, Jesse. I know what <laughs> it is. Please, please, See, this is a conga line. I understand now. I actually get it. You know what? This, We're We're this is <laughs> absolutely crazy to me. This is the best possible explanation it. I ever could have possibly Yeah, yeah,
1: you go. You go. Yeah. Um... That was, that was incredible. Um, I don't. I, I don't think there's a better know, way for way me to I'm learn these things. That this up. is what I need. This is what <laughs> I need during the show. I need like a team of about ten people who are who are willing and ready to explain things to me that I don't know. <laughs> I know. So, uh, so yeah, that was that was amazing. That was
0: incredible. I'm so glad that we got that visual aid. And don't <laughs> say I don't give you guys enough visuals. Like that was that was fantastic. What what are we even talking about? I don't know. you were I talking have no about the, the the player of the month.
1: Yeah. There we go. Uh, there we go. There we go.
0: What did this have to do with Leandro Sedeno again? Um, I said that there was a conga line of young talent getting ready to come up to the majors. (laughs) Then you said, and I quote, What is that? (laughs) And then I said, What is what? And then you said,
1: All right, I'm caught up now. I got it. Uh, So, Leandro Sedeno, 398, uh, 453 on base percentage. He's slugging almost 700 uh, in the month of August. He's also the guy who hit the 527 foot home run. Um, that may be how most of you how most of you know him. Uh, Brian says we need a teach Jesse sentence. <laughs> I fully admit that there there is some there is some use. Jesse to that. knows like every stat oh. thing possible that I would never it's know, so but then in. doesn't know what it's a conga in. line is. No.
0: no yeah. Anyway. Uh, we were talking about uh Leandro. He's with the Reno Aces now, right? Is that right? Or was he was He was uh he was just promoted. Yep. Yes. Um I
1: want to say it's the I want to say it's the Reno Aces at this point. Yeah, he is. Um yeah, okay. Thank you. Yeah. Um so those numbers actually happened in Amarillo, but he has since been promoted uh since been promoted to Reno. That's where he'll finish off the year.
0: Well, another, you know, another fine acquisition for the for the Diamondbacks and I mean, again, it's uh it's Fun to hear about what these guys are doing so that way we know when they come up what to expect, right? Like Corbin (laughs) Carroll, Max Max Simpson says, just one demonstration for today. I hope I don't have to demonstrate the horror for you. My shoulder can't take that. Look, Max, (laughs) one day at a time. One day at a time. One day at a time. time. You being here for us. But, again, just some very exciting things from the Arizona Diamondbacks farm system. And uh, the one thing that we kind of noticed was that the D-backs do have a 40-man roster spot open their 40-man roster is currently at 39 so we have to wonder if that spot might be being held Mm. for Mr. Brandon Fott there who seems like he's ready to make his debut in the majors this season
1: so Torrey Lavelle yesterday said that the Diamondbacks do not most likely will not stick with a five-man rotation it'll probably go back to a six-man rotation which means there's some starting pitcher coming up that we, somebody that we don't know yet right somebody. there's somebody coming up so
0: we talked it could be tommy henry
1: it could tommy be henry. tommy henry yeah there's really three candidates in my mind it could be tommy henry it could be brandon Fott, or it could be dre Jamison, um who's also a pitcher with the reno aces who um who we expected might get a call up at some point this season so i think Jamison has an inside track on this we've talked about this before Um, he is rule five eligible this winter and so he needs a 40-man roster spot before then whereas Brandon Fott doesn't and so the Diamondbacks might uh, sort of give him uh, give him the edge in that I know Brandon Fott also hasn't pitched that much in Reno yet where we've seen the Diamondbacks tend to want to make sure guys play like a substantial amount of time in Reno before they call them up most of the time Um, so I think it's Probably likely, I would say that we see fought next year rather than this year. Um, as as sad as as maybe that is, but uh, Dre Jamison will also be really fun to to see pitch at this level. He has um, hasn't had a great year in Reno, all things considered, but the, he has big time stuff. Um, and as we've seen, you know, with Ryan Nelson, sometimes guys who don't have the best of numbers in AAA but have good stuff can come up to the majors, and if things kind of click into place, you know, they can go from being a liability in Reno to being a very, very good starter in the big leagues pretty quickly. So um, I think that's also a possibility.
0: The Diamondbacks might make some strange roster moves, some that don't make sense, like not calling Brandon fought up purely because of the rule five draft, right? Yeah. The rule five draft is minor leaguers who were signed at 18 and have at least five years of professional experience or signed at 19 and have four years of professional experience. So the Diamondbacks just have to be careful on who, They leave out there available in the Rule 5 draft. And if you don't think they take it seriously enough, just know that when I was out there covering their minor league camp, they came up to me and specifically had a list of guys that they'd prefer that I didn't show off how good they were doing just in case uh, scouts and things were watching, right? Like, they take this very seriously. They very much want to either protect these guys or they want the other teams to forget that they even exist. So that they don't think about coming and snatching him up in this, you know, rule five draft. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see what the Diamond Decks do here between now and the end of the season. And of course, we will be covering it. We, we're we're not going away. We're here all season long. Uh, of course, we'll be here through the offseason. And, uh, you know, we only have so many games left here at Chase Field. So make sure to go check them out. Jesse's going to be there tonight. I refuse to go again. Oh, uh, you have to protect the swimming pool. No, who I'm else going. is going to do it? Derek? Because that's the problem: is they're going to put me in charge of protecting the swimming pool, and what can I do against? Oh, oh man, Are you I, saying you couldn't like
1: form a conga line in front of it <laughs> with the fans? That's, there we
0: go. That's a good idea. I'm going to bring the Phnx. To <laughs> they just continuously it. Yeah. circle it while yeah. singing yeah. that <laughs> song. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> <dun>, <laughs> no. All right. Um, but if you do want to come watch that, which I would suggest is a good idea, you might want to get your tickets from our friends over at Game Time, which is the hottest new ticketing app that makes it easier to ever to score last, minutes, last minute tickets to concerts, sport sporting events, and shows. Uh, save up to 60% on tickets like Jesse has been doing for years when you buy your tickets last minute. It's great for us. It's great for you. It's great for everybody, especially if you're a procrastinator and you want to get your tickets at the last minute. I don't even call people procrastinators. I just think it's like, it's like FOMO, right? It's like fear of missing out. Last minute, you see your friends are going, or you find out (laughs) someone's in town, and you're like, "Oh!" Or you find out that
1: Merrill Kelly and Clayton Kershaw, or you
0: find out those two guys are on the bump for sure, and that's a great time to go get your tickets. If you love PHNX, you'll love Game Time. You love sports. You love concerts. You love all that stuff. Make sure to grab your tickets over at Game Time. (laughs) It's the best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description below, Uh, and of course, make sure to. Check out that app that Jesse finds so aesthetically pleasing. He loves the app. Yeah, I absolutely. do,
1: I do. Yeah, I, sometimes like I go on. You know, I don't need tickets for Diamondback schemes at this point, but sometimes I'll still go on the Game Time app and just kind of scroll through. Yeah, just because it's just it's just really it's just really beautiful to just like scroll through. They have is, like they have pictures of like what your view would be from each seat and everything, so nice. you really yeah. get like an inside look at what your experience would be like. So uh,
0: highly, highly recommend. Tomorrow's the grand opening of cold beer and cheeseburgers over at Chase Field and I'm going to be I'm going to be out there I think Jesse might be out there too. We're going to be checking out and investigating if you can still if you can cuz I think from what I've heard they're not going to have an entrance any longer to enter from the street to just go to cold beer and cheeseburgers like they did with the old TGI Fridays. Really? So, so it's interested. like only
1: open during games? Uh, I don't that, know. I don't know. we we'll I see. don't
0: think that's well, the case, and, but and we'll invest. Yeah, because so far there is no entrance right now. It just might be temporary. That might be part of it too. Right now it's requiring us to enter through Chase Field. So mm. uh, we'll keep you updated on how that's going to go. But that was always one of my favorite places to watch a game. We were talking about that. Like, Yeah, so I just Fri- loved, Friday's yeah, front row. I, I loved being at Friday's front row and just – the atmosphere of being at the baseball game. You know what I mean? Like I didn't need a good seat. I didn't need to see the game. I just wanted to be there and eat some, you know, fish and chips and drink some beers and have a good time. So, uh, we'll be out there tomorrow. So make sure to check us out and we'll hopefully give you guys, uh, if you have any questions, anything you want answered about cold beer and cheeseburgers, shoot us an email, uh, or shoot us a tweet or whatever. I don't know how, what, how do people communicate these days? Tweets? Emails. How do we contact? Do we still phone each other? I don't know anymore, but, um, I do tell you this, uh, underdog fantasy, of course, broke my heart this weekend. Uh, because so and I'll blame underdog fantasy. I blame, blame Aaron <laughs> Rogers is who I blame, but ah. I was so close to winning $500. Jesse, I was this close and Aaron Rogers just had to have just a terrible performance, but it's been very fun on underdog fantasy. I've enjoyed the, uh, all the different options. If you haven't had a chance to check out the app, it is the best way to enhance your football season with pick'em games as well as they have, like, drafts that you can do for, like, uh, just a weekend with, like, a couple of friends and such. So there there's lots of fun options over on the Underdog Fantasy app. Uh, but the the thing I've been doing, you just look for a couple of players, you check out their stats, they'll give you a higher or a lower than total for a stat. Uh, for baseball pitchers, they give you, like, a pitch count. So that's one thing that a lot of guys huh. around the office have been liking is doing the lower than you know, 102 pitches, pitch count kind of thing for a couple of pitchers, Uh, you wouldn't believe how easy it is sometimes to win your money over at the Underdog Fantasy app. Just don't include Aaron Rodgers. That's my advice. Uh, You can win up to 20 times your money in a single night. Uh, You can search in the App Store or click the link below in our show notes, sign up with promo code PHNX, and Underdog will actually double- your first deposit up to one hundred dollars. So make sure to sign up for Underdog Fantasy. That's promo code PHNX and get on the action today. And just like Jesse said, it's very aesthetically pleasing. It's a beautiful app. There you go. You got plenty of options. That's all that matters. You for know me. what? I, you know what I like. Like I've gotten some betting apps, especially with all the sports betting that's going on now. Uh, some of them do make it too hard. I feel like for you to find the options you're looking for. Yeah. Uh, Underdog. It's got all the sports right there on top. Real cl- Real easy click. Doesn't even give you like. Every game, they only have limited options that you can pick from for the higher and lower. So uh, it kind of keeps it a little bit like, I don't know. It's like sometimes there's too many options for me. I don't know where to even start. If you give me a smaller list, it's easy for me to to figure it out. But get your money over at the Underdog uh, Fantasy app and make sure to use our code of PHNX. That's all we got for you guys today, but we're going to give something away. You know we're in the giving away mood, and oh, it's getting around yeah. this time of the year, right? So we're we want to we want to wind down. We want to make sure to honor you guys, the true D Backs fans out there. So we actually have one of these Zach Gallon giveaway T shirts from Zach Gallon Night. I guess you could say it is that what it was it was Zach Gallon Night. It's it's the silhouette T shirt. It's got his beautiful locks. It's got his glasses on it, and you can have it. You can win it by going to our Twitter account. Uh, we're gonna put up a tweet this afternoon. Just retweet it, like it. Uh, share it with your friends, all that stuff, and we will make sure to. How
1: many friends do they have to tag this time?
0: Um, Jesse, I don't, I'm not gonna do that. I think we should do 10. This guy's, and they all have to tag 10 he friends. He wants you guys to start a new social media account, <laughs> and he wants you to do all sorts of stuff. but I don't I'm not have do that. 10
1: for, I'm just kidding, See? but, yeah. but you, don't want, you don't want to make it too many then. That's sad.
0: <laughs> you, yeah, know- you made me sad now. Um,
1: like when Underdog Fantasy emailed me and said, "Do you have any? Do you friends? have any friends?" <laughs> Wait, Underdog sends you emails asking you if do. you have friends. Well, well they, they sent
0: me w- emails. They Mine was like, "You have too many friends. I don't know who you're." going They gonna wanted ask, me to leave. share oh,
1: with yeah. my friends, but it was just funny because they, they asked, said, "Do you have any friends?" <laughs> do <you> have any <laughs> was the subject line. <laughs> oh,
0: that's funny. Oh man, but good stuff. But all right, we'll have that on our Twitter account. So make sure to look out for that. Of course, that Twitter account is phnx underscore dbacks. I am at cap underscore caveman with a K. This guy is at Jesse and Friedman. But of course, all roads lead to at PHNX underscore sports on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We thank you guys so much for spending your lunch with us and joining us, uh, living through the misery that is this bullpen in this season when it comes to all of these losses chalked up uh, by our relievers. But next season. Right? Next season we got. We thank you guys again for being here. On behalf of Jesse and myself, we always appreciate your time. Uh, And remember, kids, baseball is fun. But goddammit, it's so much more fun when your freaking bullpen can actually win a game.